Alright, uh, welcome to another episode of Wrestling With Data. Um, this is a quick one I threw up. Well, <laughs> I put together in, in the wake of Edge returning to... Well, not returning to... Debuting for All Elite Wrestling at the Wrestle Dream pay-per-view. It's, if you're wondering what type of effect Edge might have on them and what type of effect he'd been having on WWE, you know, before leaving. Uh, I'm going to dive into that here. And also have some ideas on how I think Tony, Sean, Tony Khan should handle Edge over the next year. So, um, again, this is quick and to the point, as I always try to be with these. So uh, do take a listen and hope you enjoy. All right, so here, here, just some. I'm gonna. This is wrestling with data, so I'm going to rattle off some numbers here for you. Um, so Edge's return at Wrestle Dream. If you look at just views on from the AEW YouTube page, it already has. It would be. It's a, it's a three and a half million views as I record this. That would make it the seventh. most viewed pay-per-view highlight clip if if in, in w compared to wwe right i mean it's got more views than all but six highlight clips pay-per-view highlight clips from wwe pay-per-views this year okay and it's still climbing right so by a month from now i mean it may be you know it may be you know third or fourth you know viewed compared to WWE pay-per-views and what I mean by that is that if you took if you took this one this highlight clip and if you you know put it in a ranking with all the WWE pay-per-view highlight clips um right now it's it would be seventh and what you know within a few weeks it could probably be as high as third or fourth okay um and that's including, you know, all the Roman Reigns stuff, right? Um, I mean, that's huge, right? Don't, um, as far as, you know, he was on WWE television this year. Um, his, in terms of average views on the WWE YouTube channel, um, Edge was, the only people he was behind are the Bloodline, and, you know, Brock Lesnar, Bray Wyatt, and John Cena. Okay, and when you think about that, um, not like the bloodline is a package deal, for more or less, up until about a month ago. So, I mean, whatever Jimmy J and Solo got was heavily, you, I mean, you had to attribute mostly to them being in scenes with Roman Reigns. Of course, I mean, now they're both separate doing their own things um you know bray wyatt saw a tremendous spike in his traffic after he passed which is unfortunate but it took that to you know, get him up there um and then of course roman by himself is roman brock is brock and john cena is john cena but think about that so his TV segments had, on average, more traffic than 
all the members of Judgment Day. Then more than Cody Rhodes, more than Sami Zayn, more than Logan Paul, more than Rey Mysterio, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, um, L.A. Knight, who is kind of the, the hottest new thing right now. Um, right? I mean, so more than all those people. Um, and, you know, the Judgment Day, which has like, been like the biggest act next to the bloodline all year, their biggest, you know, month as far as views for their TV segments was when they were feuding with Edge. And last year, right, um, the Judgment Day's biggest traffic was feuding with Edge. Um, it's... So, it, I mean, he had an influence on other people, and, you know, and he himself was a pretty big video traffic draw in WWE. Um... So, don't think for one minute that it doesn't matter. That there won't be any type of, you know, influence or edge <laughs> given um, to, for AEW, all right? Um, they stand to gain a lot in terms of definitely video traffic. Um, you know, TV ratings kind of are what they are, I'm sure. His individual segments will do great. Um But there's definitely something for them to gain out of having him there. And there's something lost from, you know, WWE by not having him there. Don't, don't, you know, you know don't, don't be fooled. Okay. Yeah, I know right now WWE is riding about as high as they've ever ridden in a very long time. Maybe ever. And so there's, yeah, I mean, there's a tendency to believe that, well, they don't need anybody, any one person. They, they can let anybody leave, right? Um, that doesn't mean that, no, there are people whose absence definitely plays a part. There are people whose absence definitely affects um, what's going on in terms of how many people are watching TV, how many people are viewing certain things on whatever. Edge is one of those people. All right, um, you can look at the TV ratings, for for example, for Monday Night Raw. Look at it before WrestleMania and after. You know, before WrestleMania, he was heavily involved in a lot of stuff. After WrestleMania, he was not there. And if you just compare it, you know, like year to year versus last year, um, Raw's TV ratings were up from 2022 before WrestleMania. But after WrestleMania, they've been flat compared to 2022. Um, no, no, of course, not does he single hand that all because of him. Of course not. But you know, those times where he was there definitely, you know, provided a boost. It helped. It mattered. Um, so look, there's, you know. Getting him to come over is definitely, you know, a win 
pray W. You can't call it anything but that. Okay, don't let anybody convince you otherwise. Now, of course, yes, I mean, now there's the risk, of course, because of his age and because of his injury history. You know, yes, there's a health risk. There's, you know, a risk that he may spend as much time on the shelf as CM Punk did, right? Um, is that a chance you take? Yeah. Um, and the, now you don't have the risk of him flaming out, you know, that you did Punk. But, yeah, of course it's not without risk. But was it worth it for them to do this? Absolutely. And it's already paid off. Now, of course, the issue now is, the question now is how they followed up. And if you're asking me what I what I do, um, he needs to win the title. And, you know, I'd have him win it at Revolution. That's their February pay-per-view. He, and have him carry it through. They're going back to Wembley Stadium. I would have, I would definitely have him main event the Wembley Stadium show as AEW World Champion. Um, and then, you know, he can lose it back to, you know, of course he would beat MJF for the title of Revolution. And then he would lose back to MJF at All Out. And you give MJF a big victory over a Hall of Famer or, you know, iconic figure of, you know, pro wrestling in the last 30 years, right? Uh, And the guy who can still go in the ring, right? So I would do all of that. That's how I would do it. And he has a list of people he wants to have matches with. He can have those matches with those people as AEW World Champion, um, and to me, that's what you do. And then after that, you know, after he drops the belt back to MJF, then you know what? Then he can do his. You know, if he's got some passion projects or whatever that he wants to do, then you know, then he can go do that for the rest of his contract. But for me, and but of course, he would still be one of the big names on television and all of that. You know, that's what I would do. I think that's what they should do. Don't make the mistake of, you know, I think Tony indulged Brian Danielson a bit too much. Um, and where he should have put the title on him, even if it was just for a month, I think he should have done that. Um, he did not. And I think he waited, you know, of course the CM Punk thing did not go great in practice over the long run. But you know, don't make the mistake of don't don't wait too long. All right, I mean, yes, people tuned in, watched or whatever to see him arrive. But now you have to give him some meaningful stuff to do. He's obviously going to be doing a thing with Christian, which is okay. That's fine for a starter program or for his first thing. But after that, he needs to be in a title picture. He needs to win the title. And he, and he needs to carry that belt around for, again, have him carry it around through the summer. Because, you know, he's got some media connections and 
media rooms he can get into. Maybe some of your other people can't. And you want to get him in those rooms. You want to get him in those rooms carrying the AEW world title. That's what you want. I think that would be good use of him. So that's my advice to you, Tony Khan. Hope you listen to it. Hope somebody shares this with you. Right? If it, you know, because if he's one of those self-deprecating, well, I don't need to be the guy. No, he, he needs to be the guy. Okay. It's best for your company if you make him the guy and if you put that belt on him next year. But anyhow, that's it. Uh, look, I always, you know, I promise to keep these things short. I wouldn't do that again here. Um, so as always, guys, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. God bless you guys. And, you know, I will talk to you again on my regularly scheduled program <laughs> soon. And for wrestling fans, of course, you can hear me on the, every week on the Mindless Wrestling Podcast with DJ and Jason. So until then, God bless you guys. Talk to you next time.